We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Super Bowl 57 DraftKings Showdown Picks, $1 million to first place in the giant $15 on DraftKings this week, so we may as well talk it out. See what the simulations are saying. Reminder to smash the like button for the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network. In the comment section, give me who you think is the best captain choice for Chiefs versus Eagles. That's going to be in your lineups this week. And all of the tools that we're using today are from runthesims.com. You go to runthesims.com right now, get a free account. The site is completely free through the Super Bowl. So you want to generate your DraftKings lineups. Run your own custom lineups, projections, and simulations. Easy to do at runthesims.com. Joining me to discuss this, someone who's been very good at showdown throughout the years and the co-creator of runthesims.com, Justin Freeman. What's going on, man? 
What's up, Pat, man? Living the dream. This is the the biggest slate of the year for Run the Sims. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about these two teams. I don't know how you feel about it, but I'm looking forward to it. There's some really interesting angles, a lot of uh, sort of fragile assumptions in terms of how we're going to make these showdown lineups, massive prize pools. So whether you're into like uh, the sort of lottery style $15 contest or maybe a little smaller, there's a lot of different angles to talk through. Pretty pumped about it. So what do you think, just straight up, is, I mean, if you're going to play 150 lineups, you can cover a lot of those angles. If you're playing fewer lineups than that, what do you think is the type of lineup that you should be making? Probably not the most obvious lineup. Yeah, exactly. So like uh, if, if you're just sort of starting to play showdown for the first time this year, maybe this is uh, your first time kind of firing it up for the season because you like to play the classic slates. Uh, understandable. Uh, just remember that in showdown, the key thing you want to do, give yourself a clear path to first place. Uh, obviously, you know, most tournament payouts are structured in a way that first place gets a ton of money. Uh, second place, not so much. By the time you get to 10th place, uh, very little at all. Like you're basically doubling up your money or, or a little bit more. So we have no interest in finishing sort of towards the top end. We want to finish number one and we want to share that first place with as few people as possible, right? So we want to uh, make sure that we're not duplicating lineups. So that tends to mean that we want to build in a way that's slightly off kilter from the way the rest of the field wants. That much is consistent with the way that classic uh, DFS is played. Uh, we don't want to take the most conventional path to first. We want to take a script that while maybe is not the single most likely way to uh, to get to first, uh, when it does happen, we're competing with fewer and fewer other folks. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to, to sort of think through what that could look like. Um, there are some areas where I think our opponents are going to be afraid to go. Um, you know, you sort of think about uh, the sort of second tier of running backs for the Eagles. You think about really all the receivers for Kansas City. Uh, nobody is feeling super confident about clicking on any of those guys who have really questionable roles. But hey, you get that one thing right. Does it help you tell the rest of the story with your lineup? Is it possible to not split at the top even if you win in a contest like this? It is possible. Uh, it's getting harder and harder all the time, but it certainly is possible. Uh, when you think about just sort of strategies for not splitting first place, your general baseline strategy, the simplest thing you can do is leave some salary on the table. Obviously, anybody who's got their phone in their hand and is making their Super Bowl lineup at their party, they're going to go in and they're going to spend as much of the cap as possible. If they have just enough room to squeeze in Devonta Smith instead of, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, they're going to go Devonta Smith. They've got the salary to do it. Why not? Why wouldn't you do it? So, uh, of course, they're going to. So you'll see almost all lineups are going to spend right close to the $50,000 cap. So leave $1,000. Leave $1,500. I don't think you have to go so crazy as to leave $5,000 and make a really terrible roster. But yeah, don't don't feel too bad about leaving a little bit of cash on the table. That's a good way to just kind of get off the beaten path naturally. Um, and then also don't be afraid to pick up on somebody who's maybe a little lower on you know, maybe it's a Justin Watson, you know, find that sort of bottom of the barrel, bottom of the starting rotation type of guy who could actually be, um, you know, pop off for one single big play. And that one big play is the thing you need to carry the rest of the way. Well, just because you have one big play also doesn't mean you need to make that person the captain though, right? Exactly. So I think we want to be pretty uh, thoughtful in who we allow into our captain spot. You know, for the captain, we want to make sure that we are uh, really only allowing folks in there 
who have a true ceiling. Like think about the captain as being your ceiling play. A lot of folks will try to get caught, um, you know, trying to squeeze somebody a little lower in the price tier up into the captain uh, so that they can save money for the rest of their lineup. You know, maybe, you know, the thought is kind of like, you know, hey, I'll make uh, I'll make Noah Gray the captain at $1,200 and that'll allow me to fit Mahomes and Hertz and Kelsey and da-da-da-da-da, you know? So the problem is like, those guys towards the bottom of the salary list don't possess the ceiling that you need. You need those raw points coming from a Jalen Hurts or a Patrick Mahomes or a Travis Kelsey or an A.J. Brown. Like think about the the small list of guys who can actually bubble up to the top um, and, and actually provide the highest score on the slate because – Almost every time you want to have that captain who is uh, going to be the leading point scorer on the entire slate. In this case, I do think it is somewhat limited to both the quarterbacks. Um, the, the the Really, the two receivers on the Philadelphia side both could pop off and have a big game, but they're big underdogs to their own quarterback. And then Kelsey's an obvious smash spot over on the Kansas City side where you start to get a little bit uh, further down the depth chart. You got guys like Dallas Goddard, guys like Miles Sanders, who, yeah, you could tell yourself a story where they have a really big game, but I think that's getting maybe a smidge more different than you need to get. Like, let's don't be afraid to eat a little chalk at captain. And, you know, let's find those one offs there. You know, if we're going to go bargain hunting, let's make those our flex guys. Well, let's do it. Let's jump over to runthesims.com and try to see if we can find the lineups that we want. Once again, completely free to everyone at at runthesims.com. I'm in the DIY simulator right now. Go to DraftKings. We'll go to Super Bowl. Everything is punched in to the 50-and-a-half spread. It's 51 at some places right now. So that's what the projections are set to. So we'll just run the Sims, simulate this slate 10,000 times, and see what it gives us for optimal lineups at the moment. And you can even get the distribution on who the best captains are going to be. I mean, Jalen Hurts and Mahomes. Normally, do you think that the quarterback is the best type of captain in a game like this where the total is so high? Not usually. Uh, What's interesting, though, about Jalen Hurts specifically is that he is a running quarterback. And here's why that makes a difference uh, if you're playing showdown. Um, Patrick Mahomes undoubtedly has a monster size ceiling like he can easily put up 30 points. But in the games where he does tend to go nuclear, it's because he's tossing the ball over the yard. He's going to throw for over 300. He's going to throw for three touchdowns. He's having a massive game. And the sort of corresponding effect of that is that some of his pass catchers are going along for the ride. And it's usually Travis Kelsey, right? Usually a, a monster Mahomes games is a monster Kelsey game. So really that one particular outcome where Mahomes goes nuts, he doesn't even get to be the primary beneficiary every single time. Like he's splitting that a lot of times with, with, Kelsey specifically, but also, you know, maybe it's McKinnon, maybe it's uh, MVS we saw last week. Um, You know, one of those pass catchers can oftentimes exceed him and score. Where Hertz is different is the fact that he can create his own production on the ground and not also be boosting up his teammates necessarily when he goes nuts. And so a a 30-point Jalen Hurts game, which is obviously, you know, well within the range of outcomes for Jalen Hurts, doesn't necessarily mean big results for Dallas Goddard or uh, Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown. Like none of those guys are guaranteed to come along for the ride. So, yeah, there is a little bit more reason to play Hertz in the captain this week. I think you'll see his ownership numbers sort of reflexive of that. Um, we're currently showing a, a captain 
uh, ownership of around 28%. And his you know, perfect captain rate is uh, optimal rate is around 26.2% uh, there um, on what I'm seeing. So yeah, th there's that's showing just a smidge of under leverage. I don't mind that. You know, I mentioned in the captain spot, not afraid to eat a little bit of chalk, get weird a little bit elsewhere. But yeah, the, the quarterback position should be a place where you feel pretty comfortable uh, in the captain spot. And do you think the fewer people might end up doing it solely because it's so expensive to put Jalen Hurts in your captain spot or Mahomes in your captain spot, thus leading to one of the Eagles receivers or Kelsey as the primary captain that people go with? Yeah, I, I think still you'll see the the two quarterbacks as the highest owned players of the slate in the captain spot. I think Kelsey could start to creep in towards uh, the numbers where you'll see Mahomes. But overall, those two guys will be the uh, chalkiest possible options there at captain. And again, totally fine with that. Um, I think Hertz is very deserving of the ownership he's going to carry. Uh, I'd be interested to know, like, your football take here, Pat, on whether Jalen Hurts is actually okay physically, uh, because we have him sort of programmed in at, at pretty traditional expectations for what we've seen from him all year long. However, you know, there's obviously some ways that we can, you know, make the Sims hate Jalen Hurts a little bit more than we currently do. But uh, I would love to know your thoughts on Hurts. Well, my best bet has been the under for this game. So the way that you have it programmed in right now, along with the total and what the spread is, 26 to 24 and a half is the score of the game. Now I'm going to adjust that to, like, I think it's going to be 23-17, something like that. So just adjusting those two things. I'm not going to adjust the pace of play or anything like that. And you can make it as in-depth as you want and change the rushing rate or rushing TD ratio. I'm actually going to bump up the rushing TD ratio to 50% for the Eagles just based on what they've been doing so far in the playoffs in these short yard situations. And just making those few adjustments, I want to rerun the Sims and see if it tells me a little bit of a different story uh, in terms of an under game. I'm guessing that we'll see the running backs kind of creep up a little bit more. It just makes Jalen Hurts an even better captain. Uh, and it really bumps down Mahomes in this spot and and you see Devonta Smith, weirdly enough, as a captain, get a bump up by two or f two to four percentage points from what we ran the first time. So does that make a lot of logical sense to you? Yeah, I think so, because if the assumption is that the yardages uh, aren't changing a ton here in this particular script, the thing that's really changing is the touchdowns. Well, that's the thing that the uh, quarterbacks really need to get there and be a winning captain. So if there's not as many touchdowns to go around, those receivers are going to really benefit because they're going to have very similar statistics in terms of their yards and their uh, receptions. And so Devonta Smith might be just as likely to hit that 100-yard bonus, get you six or seven catches, and, and boom, there he is. And uh, it, it sort of lowers the ceiling that's needed to qualify for the captain spot. You know, like, uh, and that's the thing, like every game is its own bubble. Um, and sort of what qualifies for a captain winning score is going to differ based on how this game goes. So if it's a low scoring, that benefits those pass catchers quite a bit. That full PPR that we're getting on DraftKings is super important. It helps those guys um, you know, quite a bit and the touchdowns don't become quite as necessary to, uh, to chomp into the winning lineup. Yeah, and you can even customize this a little bit more as well if you wanted to, if you can get a shakedown of what's going to go on, especially in the Eagles' backfield, just way, the way that we've seen the split. Like right now, for the Eagles' backfield, just as a standard, the market share of rushes is going to be 41% for Miles Sanders. Now, that's including 33% from Jalen Hurts at the same time. 
17 for Kenneth Gainwell, 9 for Boston Scott. But there are different circumstances where you see Hertz retain his 33% of the share, but maybe Miles Sanders is at 29%, and Boston Scott's at 15%, and Gainwell is at 21%. If you start adjusting those numbers a little bit, you can kind of tell yourself that story like you mentioned, the the parts of this game where we're very uncomfortable with. If you overweight sort of an unlikelier situation, you can get your path to one of those unique lineups a lot easier, I think. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the, the Eagles backfield is one that I'm still trying to figure out. I think the the inputs that we have right now sort of cover us for like the 80% most central outcomes here. But there are some tail outcomes that exist because we, we've seen some really unusual games from the Eagles throughout the playoffs where Miles Sanders has not been called upon in the second half. Like he'll, he'll be one to get 10 or 11 rush attempts in the first half. And then basically uh, they'll go gain well in the second half. And I don't know whether that is because they actually value gain well and think that he's a real player or whether they're trying to take it easy on Miles Sanders and have a fully stocked backfield. Like it wouldn't surprise me if once again, Miles Sanders had 12 rush attempts, you know, or if all of a sudden Miles Sanders, had 22 rush attempts like I think those are both uh, on the table so Sanders is actually kind of one of those where I think you could just tell yourself the story that Sanders is the lead back and they've been saving him for this exact game uh let's ratchet up his stuff let's take all his all the rushing work away from Gainwell and Scott give it to Miles Sanders and then all of a sudden now we have like this dominant type of outing projected for Miles Sanders and maybe he looks like a really compelling captain maybe he looks like a a priority flex player so um, that's the way I would kind of leverage the sims to to go in and say yeah I, I think this one assumption is particularly fragile and let's assume that it breaks this one particular way and then see if we can get some lineups that sort of match up with that. So I've increased the, and I'll just do this, I won't adjust the touchdown market share as of yet, but looking at it, I've taken Jalen Hurts down slightly from 33 to 25% of the market share of rushing attempts, boosted Miles Sanders to 60%, lowered Gainwell, lowered Boston Scott, just to get an, give an example of what a... Miles Sanders, I'm assuming now when we generate the new results, that all of a sudden that Miles Sanders is going to be a whole lot higher on that list in terms of the captain spot. And we see, yeah, Miles Sanders' captain rate is now up over 9%, uh, and that puts him in the range of Devonta. It's funny that Devonta Smith in this new scenario actually kind of leaped up a little bit more because you're taking away those outcomes from both Hertz on the ground. You're taking away the outcomes from Gainwell and Boston Scott and concentrating them more on one player. So it boosted up Sanders and boosted up Devonta Smith and lowered Jalen Hurts and kind of kept everyone on the other side of the ball the same. And that would be a flex captain of 9% for Miles Sanders uh, with a projected captain ownership of 2%. That seems really low in terms of an overall projection for Miles Sanders at the moment for captain at 2%. Do you think it's really going to be that low? Yeah, I would see that starting to rise more as we get towards the weekend. I think that'll settle in maybe in the six to seven percent range. But even still, like I think that's going to be tremendous value. Like we talked about having a short list of potential uh, players that we want to consider in the captain spot. I think Miles Sanders belongs in there. I think there's a very specific script that he benefits from. Um, and it's also probably one where the Eagles do well sort of across the board and the Chiefs are playing catch up. So I think playing Miles Sanders along with Eagles D is uh, actually a really smart way to build. So looking at the lineups that are projected from that specific scenario of more of a Miles Sanders, it's funny to see the one, two, three, four, 
four, five. It takes the fifth optimal of the simulations, so it comes up ten times, which is almost half the amount of times as the number one projected to actually get Miles Sanders into one of these lineups, which is kind of hilarious to think about. But we can isolate that if we want and put Miles Sanders. What are the best lineups with Miles Sanders at captain? And then you're looking at basically five one and four two smashes for the Eagles. So you have like Sanders, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Jalen Hurts, Eagles D with Juju. Do you like that type of roster, like a five one? if you have a somewhat unique captain then you can just load up with the entire offense and then the defense on that side yeah i think five ones or one fives are all always going to be a little bit underrepresented in terms of how people feel comfortable building especially when you're talking about uh an offense that you know everyone respects in the chiefs like uh, it's hard to imagine the situ- situation where there's not at least uh, you know two chiefs in a in a winning lineup however it happens all the time so let's don't get too caught up on that there's lots of ways that games can happen obviously if you're telling yourself the story that pat mahomes just can't get it going like a, a qualifying score for Mahomes at his salary, which is the almost the highest on the set slate, second highest on the slate, 11K, just $200 behind Jalen Hurts. The score that Pat Mahomes needs is going to involve some touchdowns. So if he just simply goes out there and gets toasted, like we saw, uh, you know, happened in, what was it, the uh, the Buccaneers Super Bowl game um, all those years ago where the defensive line from the Bucks is just annihilated Mahomes uh, all game long, then uh, yeah, then I think that's perfectly possible. It's always hard to imagine a superhero like Mahomes falling face face flat in a big moment, but it happens. And so how do we benefit when something that's slightly off script happens? We set our lineups up to uh, benefit accordingly. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com bluewire. 
and Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So once again, Run the Sims is free for the Super Bowl, so you can go in and adjust everything. I just reset. Everything back to just what the standard is. And a reminder to everyone out there, too, spring football's coming up. Now, that one's going to cost you money because it's been very, very good, or at least it was for the USFL last year, Justin. So the XFL packages and the USFL packages, there's a complete optimization for that, plus prize picks, plus props, anything you want, and no one's been more on top of those projections than you. So I highly recommend everyone out there, at least for the first month, when the prize pools should theoretically be very big, that the XFL for Run the Sims is the product that you're going to want to have if you want to partake in this. I didn't watch a single second of USFL last year, and it's my most profitable DraftKings sport ever. So I just ran the Sims and yeah, we make it really easy for you. Uh yeah, go check us out. Um we would love to have you join us at Run the Sims for spring football. We need all the help we can get. We would love to have a big audience and a big community for that. You're right, Pat. Like it's we think about where the edge lies. Like NFL is getting so close to being like a soft game for DFS. And because the the projections are so good, the ownership projections are getting better and better. Like everybody, you know, the common mistakes that everyone made, like people didn't know how to stack two years ago. And now everyone knows how to make a uh, an optimal lineup. So it's getting tougher out there. It really is. But spring football, a real chance to make some, hey, we're plucking off prize picks lines. We're beating DFS contests. We got a lot of cool stuff there. It's just a real information edge out there. I'm looking forward to digging in. So I've reset the Super Bowl to what the standard projection is going to be with the standard total. And I ran the lineups for those. And the, the number one lineup that comes out, at least in this version of The Sims that I've put through is Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Goddard, Devonta Smith, and Quez Watkins with Isaiah Pacheco on the other side. So I guess theoretically that makes a lot of sense to me of, hey, it's just an Eagles onslaught, but the Chiefs do score a few touchdowns, gain some yardage, and it's primarily on the ground with Isaiah Pacheco. But when you look at these, is it shocking to you that the top six or seven lineups are all Jalen Hurts captain? No, and, and here's why it's not shocking to me is because the Eagles offense is so concentrated. The lineups that are bubbling up to the top are the ones that are frequented the most. And so when you have a really tight cast, like A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devonta Smith, like you know that those are the guys where the ball's going to. And so we're going to get that combination of players popping up with Jalen Hurts quite a bit. Now on the flip side, talk about the Chiefs. That repetition is not there. We don't know who is going to catch the ball from Patrick Mahomes. Is it going to be Kadarius Tony, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, Juju Smith-Schuster, Justin Watson? Uh, you name it. Like the, the number of options that Mahomes could potentially win with is quite large. And so, yeah, there's a lot of different ways that Chief scripts played up. 
play out and there's not as many ways the Eagles scripts play out. And so that's why you're seeing a lot of clustering. It's not that we love the Eagles. It's just that they have a really concentrated offense and that's valuable. And that means something. So when I just type in, as you mentioned earlier, I set the max salary to 4850. So leaving at least $1,500 on the table, you get a very similar lineup to the one we just went through, but you know, you, you lose one of your big dogs in the race. So it's Hertz, Goddard, Smith, Jake Elliott and Quez Watkins with Travis Kelsey as the chief on the comeback. And we've seen Kelsey, obviously he's tied to Mahomes, but we've seen Kelsey get there independent of Mahomes. Also, not necessarily like he's obviously Mahomes is like going to get there, but not as much because everything runs through Travis Kelsey. So I, I thought it was interesting too, that when you start leaving all these on the table, you get very few, the best chiefs lineup in this regard of leaving at least 1500 on the table. And it leaves exactly 1500 on the table is Kelsey Juju, Chiefs D and Mahomes with Hertz and Quez Watkins. The Sims seem to like Quez Watkins as the fill-in guy when you yeah. need someone. Yeah, I think that's purely a uh, a pricing thing where he's fourteen hundred dollars. He projects for about seven percent of the team's targets. He's been left out a lot lately. Um, the team's used a lot of Zach Pascal starting to mix in, but if Quez Watkins is back to his traditional role, like seven percent of targets is practically nothing, but it's everything if you're fourteen hundred dollars. So in any script where he catches a touchdown, he's going to be in the winning lineup almost certainly. So yeah, and that obviously helps bring along Jalen Hurts because Quez Watkins touchdowns are usually quite large and long in distance and so um yeah if that happens you automatically get the free square with hertz along with it it helps out a lot and i, I love that lineup pat that you you mentioned with with kelsey as the upgrade on the chief side um and then you know you're obviously losing aj brown in that lineup but um no i think that makes a lot of sense um and there's a lot of different reasons why you would want to do that all of a sudden you just slapped a fifteen hundred dollar uh, you know, filter on top of that, where you make sure we leave at least that much on the table, you're going to reduce your duplication by quite a bit. So now million dollars up top, um, you know, maybe we're splitting that with, you know, 10 guys instead of with a thousand guys, because there will be lineups with a thousand duplicates on this. And you don't want to win the Millie maker and only take home a thousand bucks. You want to win the Millie maker and take home, you know, a hundred K or better. Like that's what we're aiming for. So uh, yeah, that's a really good sort of offhand way to, to make sure you're building the right types of lineups. So again, once you generate your lineups and generate the projections that you want, when you go into your custom lineups, you can do what I just did and type in the max salary of whatever you want to be, just leave $1,500 on the table. You can also do that with ownership and you can cap your ownership of what that's going to be as well if you don't want to get too high up. What's a good baseline, do you think, for maximum product? Uh, yeah, let's try 200 and see what happens there, Pat. Just, so we won't even leave anything on the table, and we'll just put in 200. So the, the best lineup that gets us is Goddard, Jake Elliott, Hertz, Chiefs D, Kelsey, Mahomes. It's a, it's a pure 3-3 three, three split. There you go. So 3-3 three, three is usually a pretty highly duplicated type of construction if we don't get a little bit weird. What makes this lineup a little bit weird and, and score is really low in terms of product on is the fact that it does have a kicker and a defense in there. And so um, obviously that's people don't prefer to kick on click on kickers and defenses. Usually it's sort of a last resort. So having two of those in the same lineup is really a way of saying this game is not going to score a ton of points. And so that could be a really helpful way. You've got a low on captain there. 
and Goddard. Um, so you you went a little off the board there at captain, but you get both the quarterbacks in there. You just mix it in with a couple um, really sort of lowish owned flex options. And now you've got a lineup that makes sense and spends all the cap, but got you different because the ownership was going to be pretty low. To look at the cheap players on the board, if we're just going to go with, let's say, just wide receivers and tight ends for the moment. And Quez Watkins comes up the most because, like you said, he's $1,400 and he projects better than someone like Sky Moore, who's $3,800. But Quez Watkins' current projected ownership is around 21%. Do you think it's just a, a smarter play to go $200 cheaper and just use Noah Gray as the option if your lineup can correlate that way? Yeah, I think that the correlation is the big thing you want to answer. And really, like, when, once you get into this price point, if you have gut feels, like, just go for it, man. Like, if you think it's Quez Watkins over Zach Pascal, or if you think it's Zach Pascal over Quez Watkins, just pick the guy and go for it and make that sort of your stand. Um, I think the Noah Gray play is interesting. I've been kind of uh, Martin Gale myself on Noah Gray throughout the playoffs, but um, especially with the Travis Kelsey back spasm news started happening. But yeah, maybe that's the script you want to play is that Kelsey's back starts acting up and now Noah Gray's functioning as the lead tight end for the Chiefs and he only costs you 1200 bucks, and he's going to be an absolute smash. But yeah, I, I like Watkins. I, I think it sort of helps you round out your Eagles roster. So if, if I'm playing a Captain Hurts, I think a cheap Watkins is a really helpful way and not altogether too owned way of uh, of attacking that Eagles passing game. So the other one that I wanted to talk about was Clyde Edwards-Alaire at $1,000. Is there any way you think he mixes into any of your lineups? Like, are you going to take that shot? I think I'm going to force him in. Uh, I think I'm going to have to change a few inputs in order to get him in into really any lineups, but I'm happy to do it. Um, I think they're, you know, once again, that's a pretty fragile set of assumptions there for the Chiefs. I, it's a lot of their usage with the Chiefs backfield has been inconsistent lately, I would say. Like we saw Jerick McKinnon really starting to pull away from Pacheco in terms of snap share and seemed like to be the trusted option uh, for Patrick Mahomes. And then last week, Things seem to be flipped, and there's a lot of speculation out there that McKinnon might be banged up, that he's playing through some sort of injury. Um, but, yeah, to me, like, he's definitely got the more well-rounded skill set between he and Pacheco. Um, and if the game gets sideways, and I think it yeah, – I'm sort of projecting this to be like a come-from-behind type of Patrick Mahomes game. Like, I, I see the Eagles getting up uh, a little bit early and then Mahomes having to play catch-up in the second half. And that's where I think McKinnon's got to be the guy on the field. Um, I think when the rubber hits the road, you find out sort of what the coaching staff really thinks. It's it's tough for me to imagine Clyde comes in and has a real role right away first week coming off of IR and had basically gotten benched prior to that fact anyway. Uh, but it's completely possible. And if that happens, I think your road to first place gets a lot easier if all of a sudden you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire in your lineup. Last thing, I want to jump over to the props and the props tab right now. And this is all set up for everyone inside of Run the Sims. You just go to the NFL tab, boom. I mean, you can even put in your juice to see if your outcomes are good at DraftKings Sportsbook. But I want to go to prize picks for a second because prize picks has a giveaway that if Mahomes throws for over 
0.5 yards in the game, you win that square. You only need two squares to win and win three times your money. So if you use code DOP at prizepicks.com, you get a match deposit of up to $100. You can find that link down in the description right now. So you deposit 100 you get 100 I think you can only put 25 on it if you do use the uh, Patrick Mahomes free square. But I like Boston Scott over seven and a half rushing yards as the one to pair with it. But we do have, based on the simulations, the best of all of it. And you know, it's always going to be a lot of unders. Unders are never fun to go in on, but generally the more profitable side of everything. And the number one that the system gives us is Pacheco under 16 and a half receiving yards. And I talked about this a little bit with Cam and Rob on the Best Bet show because we all kind of like over with Jared because we see this game the same way that you do is that we've seen sort of an, especially against the Bengals, an over-representation of Pacheco in the passing game. It does feel like when you say when the rubber meets the road, it's going to be Jarek out there and not Pacheco. Yeah, that's the way I feel. Um, I, I think that Jarek is the more all-around back, and I think that they need him in pass protection. I think they need him running routes. Um, and then we've seen him even be used like around the goal line, even when Pacheco is like obviously like a more talented pure rusher. Um, but yeah, Pacheco under 16 and a half receiving yards. Pacheco would basically have to duplicate sort of last game's script, I think, in order to hit the over there. So it's one of our more confident unders is going under on Pacheco. And then sort of the next one right under that is Justin Watson. And Watson can obviously burn you. He's like the he's like the Chiefs Quez Watkins, right, <laughs> um, where he can burn you with a single play like if he gets a catch. It, there's a really good chance you get burned on on that, but there's also a really good opportunity that he simply does not get a catch because his targets per routes run rate is just absolutely abhorrent. So like he's he gets I, I want to say he gets targeted on 10% of his routes, which is one of the lowest numbers. And then you factor on top of that, he is a uh, you know he's a part time player in this offense coming off a week that he missed due to illness. So, yeah, like to me, he carries more showdown upside, a guy who can really spike your lineup with at a low salary. But in terms of just over unders, like typically going to be drawn to a Justin Watson under. Yeah. So I just punched in 17 and a half underneath the player prop tool on run the sims and you can kind of see the distribution of everything like most of it is going to be under under 17 and a half winning at around 70 percent of the time on 17 and a half as the overrunner but you do see this distribution at the high end where it just kind of gets higher and higher and higher it just doesn't happen all that often <laughs> exactly you see the big spike on that hump is at zero like that's his most common outcome is having zero receiving yards <laughs> That's kind of that's actually kind of hilarious to see that. Yeah, but that actually does make a ton of sense. You run very few routes. You don't get targeted all that often, and you just end up with a big goose egg. The problem is people love to find these like rando dudes in the Super Bowl to try to get. Yo, know, it's going to be a bomb to this guy, and he's going to catch it. And I'm going to cash it all on one. I mean, I'm kind of doing the same thing with Boston Scott, but at least he has like a ten week track record of hitting the over in this spot. And with the Chiefs' weakish run D, especially against what we'd say like you know, Philadelphia is, that it might just take three carries for Boston Scott to get there. And I do think that he is going to get three carries in this game. Right. And I uh, mean, I would be drawn towards trying to spot out some alternate lines. If you can find alternate lines at DK Sportsbook to hop on for Justin Watson. So if you could get like maybe over 45 uh, receiving yards, that's obviously going to be about double to triple uh, what his current projection is over on prize picks. 
But like if he hits, that's where he's probably going to land. Like if he gets that big grab that takes him over, it probably takes him over like two or three times that number. So I don't know exactly what's out there yet for Justin Watson, but um, yeah, that's exactly the type of ways I'd be looking to leverage this is say, um, just feel a little more comfortable with some extreme overs rather than barely overs. All right, that will do it. On the Pat Mayo Experience, once again, million dollars to first place on DraftKings for the Super Bowl Showdown Contest. Justin, uh, we're going to have second half, fourth quarter type showdown simulators as well, right? Yeah, exactly. There's a big 50K up top for second half showdown, 20K up top for fourth quarter showdown. So we've got the simulator set up for all that. Go in there, change your inputs. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Isaiah Pacheco rolls his ankle in the first half. You can go in there, edit your market shares, and get the best lineups remaining from there. So there's a lot of cool ways you can use our tools for in-game showdown, which is uh, pretty big. Yeah, second half showdown and fourth quarter showdown up there already on Run the Sims. You can make those adjustments very easy. And again, runthesims.com completely free through the Super Bowl. So highly recommend that you go check that out right now, okay? And then the XFL is coming up. You win some money playing showdown with run the sims join us again for xfl because that's going to be a lot of fun hopefully it's as successful as usfl was a year ago smash like where you're out there give me your favorite captain down in the description and sub to mayo media network i'm pat mayo i'll see you next time for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.